0: boy! He's average boy! He's
1: average boy! Look out, he's back with shoes untied and his ears slicked back, taking life on one day at a time. Average boy and Jess bringing the rhyme.
0: Welcome to episode 78 of the official Average Boy podcast. I'm Bob Smiley, aka Average Boy. A.K.A. the bored boy, bellowing, bemused, befundled, boisterous, beloved, blissfully brilliant, blessed, breathtaking, bright, blossoming... Uh,
1: hey, 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 A.B.? Yeah, Jesse? Well, how long is your introduction going to take? I mean, you don't get to go first very often, but you're kind of going on for a long time.
0: Oh, sorry. (laughs) Jesse, I'm so bored. I kind of got carried away. Plus, I actually know a lot of B-words, but you're right. Let's do it again. Hey, everybody. I'm Average Boy. Better?
1: Beautifully brief. Uh, And I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine. That's it? You you really should think about beefing up your introductions. Mm, Good idea. And now I I really want beef for dinner. Uh, But why are you bored?
0: Okay, so school finally got out. Oh, hey, can we put some loud clapping and cheering music here? Heh, <laughs> thanks. Anyway, Jesse, I couldn't wait for school to get out. I was watching the clock on the last day of school, just waiting for that final bell to ring. And when it did, oh, I bolted toward the doors at the front of the school, just waiting to burst out into the sunlight and into all my summer freedom. Wow, so did you? Eventually, I actually forgot to hit the lever that makes the door open, so I ended up hitting the glass door and bouncing back onto the hallway floor. But once Billy and Sarah, like, picked me back up and helped gather all my papers that had flown out of my backpack, I made
1: another break for it successfully this time. Wow, you must have looked adorable trying to get out of school so fast.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wait, did you just slip in a Jesse joke? <laughs> but you are right. I did make it outside the second time. Uh, of course, it helped that two of my teachers actually held the doors wide open for me. They seemed to be really excited for me to leave as well.
1: No, I'm sure.
0: I couldn't wait. Jesse, I was finally free. I was free to do all the fun things that I'd been wanting to do. I had so much planned, but you know, being stuck in a classroom 5 days a week, 32 hours a day, that was preventing me from living the wild adventure that we call all life.
1: Uh, AB, there are only 24 hours in one day. Uh, but wait, uh, before you say it, I know, this is not a math podcast. Uh, school is important, you know. It kind of helps prepare you for your future.
0: I get that, but we all need a break from time to time, and I couldn't wait to start enjoying my summer freedom.
1: And how long did that last before you got bored? Uh, about six minutes. <laughs> well, you know, I remember those days, you know, wanting to get out for summer break, but then I started to miss seeing my friends every day. And and by the end of summer, I was actually ready to go back to school. But what about all the plans you had? I thought you said you had tons of plans. I
0: did, but they all got messed up. Okay, first of all, Billy, my supposedly best friend... He instantly went on vacation with his family. I was trying not to be mad, but honestly, Jesse, who goes on vacation over the summer? It's so selfish, leaving your best friend behind to fend for himself and try to come up with stuff to do on his own.
1: You know, lots of people go on vacation, you know, especially families. They even call it summer vacation.
0: Hmm. Never heard of it. Anyway, then my parents made it even worse by deciding to turn off our Wi-Fi in the entire house. Jesse, no Wi-Fi at all. I, I had to sit there like an Amish kid just playing my Game Boy.
1: Oh, wait, wait, wait. Why did your parents turn off the Wi-Fi? Uh, that's not really important right now. Uh, AB, it seems like when you say something isn't important, it usually is and often involves you doing something.
0: Okay, so evidently someone stayed up until 4 a.m. playing video games the first night of summer break. It it was totally my brother's fault.
1: So he was the one who stayed up? No, but I specifically told
0: Brian to tell me when it was midnight so I could turn the game off like I was told to do. But this disobeying kid evidently fell asleep at 10. So I just kept playing. Uh,
1: Can you hear yourself through your headphones?
0: Yeah, uh, test test. Yeah, why? Oh, wait a minute. I get what you're saying. You're asking if I'm actually hearing what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, that's clever. And you're right. It it wasn't totally my brother's fault.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm glad to hear you say that because admitting fault is important as you grow in character as a person. Right. It was 70% his fault. Aha! Uh, now I can say it. This isn't a math podcast. Uh, b- but I think you have those two numbers backwards. I think the zero should be before the seven.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. I admit it. I, I should have set an alarm or something. But here's the thing. That wasn't even the worst mistake I made.
1: Oh, uh, What was the worst thing you did?
0: I made the classic kid mistake of telling my parents that I was bored on day two. <laughs> Jesse, no kid should ever say that.
1: That is a huge mistake. You know, anytime my kids said they were bored, I gave them several activities to help break up their boredom. I know, and my parents come up with the
0: worst ideas. For instance, Dad suggested I sign up for the library's summer reading program. Jesse, he wanted me to read during the summer. Uh, what's wrong with that? Everyone knows that summer is the time a kid needs to completely drain his brain from any knowledge, you know, to make room for all the stuff you're going to learn next year. It's kind of like, you know, it's an empty it out so you can fill it back up.
1: That's not what summer break is for. And I'm positive it's not how God made our brains.
0: I know our brains have plenty of room for storage, but I just didn't want to read. I wanted to do something more exciting, like, you know, like, Wow, I still can't think of anything good. However, looking back on that moment, I should have jumped on Dad's reading plan because halfway through my eye roll, Dad handed me a piece of paper and said, okay, here's a list. You know what? Hang on. Can we get some spooky music for this part? My dad handed me
1: a list of...
0: chores to do.
1: Uh, Chores are good. You know, they teach a work ethic, like finishing what you start. You know, a friend of mine used to say, success usually comes to those who are too busy to be looking for it.
0: Ah, but don't forget the famous words of my grandfather. Uh, What did he say? I'm going to take a nap.
1: (laughs) Wait, there's nothing wrong with a nap. In fact, I have a friend who's a police officer and he's always taking a nap. Really? Yeah, he's an undercover cop. Okay, I think I'm going to go do some chores right now. Uh, Hang on. I think we're forgetting to mention the most important thing that doing chores can accomplish.
0: What's that? It
1: cures boredom.
0: That was my dad's plan as well. I, I looked at the list, and I decided to start by mowing our lawn... I got to admit, it was actually pretty fun, so I thought it might be a good idea to mow our neighbor's lawn, you know, be a good neighbor and all that. However, Mr. Pavido's grass didn't need mowing, and and then he got mad that I showed up unannounced and started watering his grass to, you know, try to speed things up. Well, you know, at least your heart was in the right place. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Pavido wanted my heart in any other place than his front lawn. So I went over to Miss Fox's yard, and I I was going to mow hers. Jesse, Miss Fox's yard its just a big dirt spot.
1: Doesn't she take good care of her
0: grass? Well, she did. Okay, here's a good mowing tip. Remember to raise the lawnmower blades before you start. Oh, no. Yeah, I guess the blades got lowered when I was rolling it over to her yard. I'd mowed the entire front yard before I realized it. It was bad. You could actually see worms burrowing through the dirt. So was Mrs. Fox upset? I'm sure she will be when she gets home. She's currently on a... Uh, that's not important right now, but she's out of town. Is she on a summer vacation? The point of my story was, I was super bored. Let's get back to that, can we? My mom then reminded me of something amazing. Ooh, uh, what's that? My mom reminded me that summer is supposed to be about adventure, excitement, and using your brain in different ways. She reminded me that God had given me a computer in my head to come up with great ideas, a a computer that actually didn't need Wi-Fi. My my head computer has God-Fi and that never gets turned off. So instead of relying on other people or electronics, I could use my magnificent brain to go into imagination mode.
1: Good for you! You know, when I hear someone say they're bored, I think they just have a lack of imagination. You know, there are so many great things that we can be doing with our lives, but we can get caught in a rut of playing the same video games or watching the same shows over and over.
0: Reading a book by a kid author who had an above average year?
1: Yeah. Wait, are you encouraging people to not read your latest book? Oh, good point. Uh, don't listen to that last thing I said. Or most of anything you say. Hey! <laughs> hey, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. So, you did come up with some great ideas.
0: Uh, sort of. I sat down to write out all the great things that my brain could come up with, but I I had to take a pause, because I had to run over to Mr. Pavido's first and turn off the watering hose. <laughs> Man, I wish he took more summer vacations. You know, if that really is a thing.
1: Yeah, no one can ever say you're boring, (laughs) A.B.
0: Thanks, Jesse. So anyway, I got back to my thinking table, ready to come up with a great idea to fight the summer boredom, and that's... that's when it hit me. Oh,
1: you got that great
0: idea? No, a phone football. (laughs) My brother threw a phone football at my head computer. (laughs) I knew I wasn't going to be bored the next few minutes. I quickly tackled him to the ground and gave him... I gave him a gentle reminder not to throw things at me.
1: And what was that gentle reminder?
0: Well, I don't want to go into details, but the gentle reminder involved a glass of ice water and his face. (laughs) His head computer was about to get a cold reboot.
1: And I think now is a good time to remind our listeners to always use their words to resolve issues.
0: Well, we were doing that. We were using words. (laughs) He was mostly using the phrase, don't pour it, don't pour it. But I get your point, Jesse. Losing your temper actually never leads to a good outcome. In fact, I decided to cool off in my room for a bit just to think about what I'd done.
1: Wow, that shows a lot of maturity. So what made you make that decision?
0: Uh, My dad told me I had to. Uh, But I was glad, actually, because it was in my room that I had the best idea so far.
1: Okay. I'm definitely ready to hear this one.
0: Okay. It dawned on me that a lot of people read my funny stories in Clubhouse magazine, and at least 12 people have read my books. So you have 11 cousins? (laughs) Hey, okay. (laughs) That was actually pretty funny. But I sat in my room realizing that a lot of people listen to our show and read my stories. And guess what? God has given them magnificent brains too. So here's what I want to do. I want to ask all our listeners— what I should do when I get bored. You can put it in a review, you know, right after you give us five stars, of course, or you can message me directly by clicking on the Ask Average Boy button at our website, averageboy.org.
1: That's actually a great idea. We already get a lot, two words, (laughs) of feedback from our listeners, so it would be great to hear what you do to fight boredom. And actually, that's a perfect segue into something I wanted to discuss before we ended today's episode, because uh, we got this really great question from Joanna S.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Let's hear it. Okay.
1: Joanna from Texas hey, wrote in to Hey, that's where say, I live.
0: That's, that's awesome. Maybe we can hang out, you know. Hey, if she likes dirt, we can play in Miss Fox's yard for at
1: least the next two months. <laughs> okay. Let's get back to her letter. So she wrote in saying, how do you make a kid's Christian walk easier? And she also said, and I think Jesse should tell five or ten jokes per podcast. Also, I really like your podcast. And she signed it. God bless, Joanna. Ooh, okay. Well, Joanna, that's a really difficult thing. Yeah, I know.
0: And that's why I wanted us to talk about it. Okay, so, Joanna... You see, we want people to keep listening to our show, so we can't let Jesse tell five or ten jokes each
1: episode. Hang on, I was talking about the other part of her letter, and I think you know that. The part I wanted to focus on was her question of making kids' Christian walks easier. You know, and here's the truth: everyone's Christian walk is going to be difficult at times. In fact, John chapter 15, verses 18 through 19, Jesus says. My disciples, does the world hate you? Remember, it hated me first. If you belonged to the world, it would love you like one of its own. But you do not belong to the world. I have chosen you out of the world, and this is why the world hates you. Well, that's not very encouraging. Although, it does explain why some of my teachers don't seem to like me at all. You know, I think that's for a totally different reason that we can talk about at a later date. However, when you decide to live for Jesus, you're going to fight against sin and a lot of the things the world wants you to get caught up in. And most importantly, you are standing up against the devil, who the Bible describes as a roaring lion that roams the earth trying to destroy you. Oh, I can help you there. Do not carry
0: a whip and a chair around. People are just going to make fun of you. <laughs> Trust me.
1: Okay, yes. Yeah. But Joanna does ask a great question, and that's, how can we make it easier to follow Christ?
0: Well, one thing that helps me is who I actually hang out with. You know, if I surround myself with kids from my youth group or Billy and Sarah, uh, then I'm with people who encourage me to do the right thing. Also, being in constant prayer with God really helps. It, when I get discouraged, I just tell God about it. I, I talk through it with him, and he sends peace over me. That's right.
1: And you can also... Oh, peace! Uh, well, wait... When you yell it like that, that's not very peaceful.
0: Sorry. I I just remembered a scripture about peace that actually might help. John chapter 16 verse 33 says, I have told you these things so that you can have peace because of me. In this world, you will have trouble. Be encouraged. I have won the battle over the world. Like, that's so great. When your walk gets difficult, stop and remember that Jesus already won. He, he rose from the dead to defeat death, and he's coming back again to defeat Satan and be king of the new earth and heaven. And since we're on Jesus'
1: side, we're victorious too. That is a great verse. You know, more and more, entertainment, society... Uh, you know, Even schools and governments are making decisions that go against God's laws. And that can make living for Jesus a lot harder. So you may get teased for your beliefs or be called closed-minded, but living for Jesus is the most important thing you can do.
0: That's right. So keep telling others about Jesus and living a loving life for him. You know, Suffering is a part of following Jesus' footsteps. It, it just is. But remember, he suffered first. But like that verse from John, I just quoted, be encouraged knowing that Jesus came
1: to give us an abundant life. Exactly. And these two verses from the Gospel of Matthew always encourage me. First, in Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14, Jesus says, enter God's kingdom through the narrow gate. The gate is large and the road is wide that leads to ruin. Many people go that way. But the gate is small and the road is narrow that leads to life. So it's good to stay on that narrow path with a few close friends, like A.B. said. And then in Matthew chapter 11, verses 29 and 30, Jesus said, Become my servants and learn from me. I am gentle and free of pride. You will find rest for your souls. Serving me is easy, and my load is light. So when you focus on just following and serving Jesus, the Christian walk can be easier.
0: Okay, that is encouraging. But... Do you know what's not encouraging? What? Jesse, I think we're out of time.
1: Oh, well, wow. Bob, I-, I think you're right. This is the end of today's official Average Boy podcast, a presentation of Focus on the Family. If you haven't heard our other episodes, you can go back and listen to them at AverageBoy.org. And at that website, you can also find links to Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine, where you can read a new Adventures of Average Boy story every month.
0: That's right. And you can also click on the link to the Focus store to buy Average Boy's devotional books, Devotions for Super Average Kids, Books 1 and 2. Or you can pay pick up my new book average boys above average year you know all three books are filled with a lot of laughs
1: speaking of a lot of laughs we like to laugh and we'd love to hear more of your jokes or questions plus don't forget we want to hear what you do to keep from getting bored
0: oh that's right so message us at averageboy.org
1: by clicking on the ask average boy link You can also leave a voice message by clicking on the green box and then on the microphone icon on the side of that web page. It's way easier than calling, but make sure to get your parents' permission before you do that.
0: So thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Bob.
1: And I'm Jesse, telling you,
0: don't be average. Be super average. Okay, Jesse, I'm bored again.
2: the adventures in odyssey series already provides your family with trusted entertainment now it's time to take it to the next level give your kids a safe faith focused and biblically based community and so much more give your kids the adventures in odyssey club by joining the club your family will gain on-demand access to the exciting adventures in odyssey series including more than 900 episodes club membership also gives kids access to exclusive content daily devotions and faith building activities the club allows each family member to engage at their own pace with customizable parental controls and closely monitored message boards with more than 100,000 like-minded families already involved the adventures in odyssey club could be your best adventure yet learn more about exploring the adventures in odyssey club for free at com slash radio.